Hello and welcome to Soul Survivor Main Meeting Talks from April Conference 2019. We hope you enjoy. Well, have you enjoyed being shaped by Jesus this week? Awesome. Have you enjoyed the speakers over these last few nights and mornings? So good, so good. Well, tonight he needs no introduction, but Matt Gelding is going to come and share with us. So good. Now, Matt, you're going to share a little bit about yourself in a second, but is it okay if I pray for you before we start? That would be lovely. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this week, and Lord, we thank you for what you're teaching us. And Lord, would you use Matt tonight to speak your word? And Lord, would you give us hearts open to receive it? In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Peter. All right, just a little disclaimer for anyone who's like, he's been doing archery and he's left the thing on. Uh, No, I was riding a mountain bike and I didn't take the turn well and I hit the tree last Sunday. And no, I don't know what I've done to it yet, but (laughs) this is helping just wanted to get that out of the way. There's no Darth Vader or Avengers thing going on, so great. Great. All right. Have you got a Bible? And would you like to turn up to a book? It's a pretty good name. It's called Matthew. I, I'm not responsible for that. Matthew chapter 28, and as they say in New Zealand, verse 16, that would be great. Matthew chapter 28, verse 16, if you want to have that open. All right. Let's do a a last night of a conference share from the Scriptures. As we conclude a very special week, we are going to go out with the same commission that the first disciples of Jesus went out with when He left them to the ministry of Him. Uh, just before this Easter, I've been rereading one of the Gospels and been seeing throughout the Gospels how Jesus shapes his people. And you look at the way that he calls a team to be with him. You look at the way he asks them to now follow him and learn from him, learn how to live, learn how to be in relationship with God, learn how to be in relationship with one another, learn how to express the heart of God to others. And maybe that's food, maybe that's uh, teaching, maybe that's healing, maybe that's deliverance from evil spirits, maybe it's raising someone from the dead. Uh, All these different things, Jesus was getting his team together to shape them, to show them how to live and how to be and how to walk with God today here on earth in order that they might then have a go themselves without him being physically around, but around very much by his Holy Spirit living within them. So tonight as we go out, I would love to encourage you in three quick ways in how from Matthew chapter 28, with the last words we have of Jesus to the disciples, how we too can go out and shape others, shaped by Jesus to shape others. This is what it says, if you read with me. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, 
but some doubted. Sounds like every group, doesn't it? Some were going, yeah, and some were going, eh, maybe. Jesus is used to that. Then Jesus came to them, and this is what he said, and this is what he says to you. And if you will agree with what he says to you, as we've been singing and saying tonight, the kingdom of God is going to continue to advance. All authority, says Jesus, in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to what? Obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So, I have three things for you. I have the first one, a badge. It's a sticker, but it's all I had, a badge. This is a badge for you tonight. I have sticks. We're going to talk about picking up the sticks. (laughs) And we're going to learn from Simba. All right, let's do the badge first. The sticker, the badge. When a person puts on a badge, and whether that is someone at work, does anyone work uh, part-time, all all you students, does anyone have a part-time job and they have to wear a name badge at work? Well, when I see people who've got a badge on, it gives them automatic authority to make decisions for the organization that they work for. So you can upsize the fries. No, you can't actually, can you? Um, You can do things when you're wearing a badge of that organization when it's on you. And uh, same with police. When the police wear their uniform and put on the badge, uh, because of that organization, they can do certain things to help us. And when people get a badge, they operate under authority to do stuff that the organization wants. Jesus has given you authority. Jesus has given you his name. Wear it. Wear his name. Wear his name so that you can do the things that he's called you to do. It's, it's, it's part of the package. If you will lead a small group at school, if you will give a testimony to your mates, if you will um, run a prayer group, if you will put on a little event to help others know about Jesus, when you do it, you're not doing it with your name, you're, you're doing it with his name on you. And that gives you confidence to go for it. That gives you confidence to pray for others because Jesus, it's in Jesus' name that I'm praying. It's not in my confidence. It's not in my ability. It's not in Matt's name. It's in Jesus' name. And because when I uh, do anything with and for Jesus, know that he's given me the authority in his name to do it, I can step out in faith and go for it. Oh, you're such a youth conference. At first, you're like, oh, yeah. (laughs) So, I've got these stickers because they're left over with the theme shaped by Jesus. And if anyone wants to join me, I haven't put one on the back of my phone yet because I was waiting. Uh, If anyone wants to join me tonight in order to go out with this concept in mind, 
that Jesus has given you his name and his authority to do the things that he wants you to do, stick the sticker wherever it would make sense to you in order for you to be reminded that whenever you do anything, it's not because of your ability and your skills, it's because Jesus has asked you to do it, and because Jesus is with you when you're doing it, you're representing him, and with him you can do stuff. With him you can do stuff, and I just find that, I do find that exciting. The second thing I'd like to talk about is I'd like to talk about picking up the sticks. Now, Jesus says, all authority in heaven I've given unto you, so go and make disciples. So guys, listen to me. How are you going to go from here and help shape others to be like Jesus? How are you going to do it? I'm going to share how this worked for me. Um, I uh, was 12 years old, and my eldest sister, Joanne, had a youth minister, and he played drums. And one day when he came to visit my house, it just was out of the blue. He said to me, Matt, here's some sticks. Next week I'm bringing my drum kit. I'm going to give you an Amy Grant cassette tape. Sing your praise to the Lord. Come on, everybody. (laughs) Is there anyone who remembers that song like... Thank you to the over 50s. Thank you. Okay. What? What's wrong with that? Embrace it. Uh, Okay. Well, I'm trying to. So, this guy called Neil gives me a drum kit. My parents say, thank you so much. That's like a gift. Uh, We set it up in their room because they had the biggest room. And for the next few weeks, I'm playing, sing your praise to the Lord. Come on, everybody. And for the next few months, I'm still playing the same songs. Then one day, finally, the worship leader, and back in my days, I don't think we called them that. I think we just called them the unlucky one. Because the songs they had to sing were like, this is the day, this is the day that the Lord has that the Lord has made, woo, we will, 50-year-olds, this is not your night, you've come to visit, stop it, (laughs) oh, oh, the pain that brings back, all right, do you want to do shine, Jesus, shine then, right, so, one day when the unlucky one in our church, the person with the guitar, uh, his name was Amari, came up to me and he said, do you want to play drums with me in church? I went, you bet! But every uh, 12-year-old, 13-year-old drummer by then uh, has no self-awareness of whether you can play in time. But it's, uh, I'm deaf from playing drums and enthusiastic. So I said, I'd love to. So he said, come and be a part of it. Now to speed up the story, for the next six years of my life, I, I go uh, from the church to playing drums uh, then a, a little group when I was in year um, 11, when I was in year 11, a little group of us said, do you want to do a band? And I know in those days it was rock and roll, right? It's like, it was a bit more accessible and you could just, uh, anyway, we played in a little band and it was a terrible name. It was called Sons in Fascination and yeah, it's just was a bad name. But anyway, and, but here's the thing. What changed me from being a spectator of Jesus and reading things like that and just going, well, sounds good, to being involved was picking up the sticks. 
And for the next six or seven years of my life, we played in little pubs and we played on beach missions and we played at Black Stump and we did all these different little things. And I was excited to share about Jesus. I got involved. I even went to prayer meetings. The old people in the room said, have you found the right room? I said, is this the prayer meeting? I said, yeah. Well, they wouldn't have said it like that. Uh, but I won't impersonate. Um, <laughs> I even went to prayer meetings because I was desperate for people to meet with Jesus through our, through, our, through our little band that was out of time and the songs weren't great and the name was terrible and all of that. But we were trying to be a part of shaping other people's lives. It started at 12. And I would like to say, because I thought the, the older people that would come here tonight, which, like, I'm with you, um, and I want to say something to you. Would you please listen to me? Would you please consider giving some sticks away, the analogy, to someone who's 12? That's how it happened for me. Of course, when you're 12, you're not, you're not looking for ideas and you're not, you know, like, you're wanting someone to come up to you and say, come with me and learn something. So could I say to anyone who's above 18 or 18 included, would you please consider walking up to someone and handing, putting something in their hands and saying, do you want to have a go? Do you want to be a part of this? That for me has been one way, one way that I've helped to try and shape other people's lives in Jesus through music. But of course, you can insert, what's your hobby? Tell your friend your hobby. Go on, tell them their hobby. Tell them your hobby. Okay. So, I said, tell them your hobby, not your phone number. Okay, right. Uh, okay, hey, help me. Can someone help? Right. A pastor in my life a couple of months ago pulled me aside and he said, Matt, I think we are living at a moment in youth ministry in Australia where we are desperate for some new ideas. But the new ideas are not with us oldies. They're with everyone who's 18 and down, uh, younger. And I just want to ask you with your hobby, how could you turn your hobby, what you love doing, a God-given gift to you, how could you turn it into helping someone hear or see or experience the love and the grace of Jesus? How? You know, this week, for those of you who are visiting, we've tried some various ways to help share about Jesus. And one wild, the wildest one that was in the office that came out for us, we just weren't sure how it was going to go, was to try and make a video this week with young people making the video, making it up, and helping their friends to hear about Jesus. And they've enjoyed it. What I'm asking you to, to consider is, would you grab your hobby but would you use it for someone else? Would you use it to serve someone else and help them hear and see Jesus? So pick up the sticks. And the last one, are you ready to learn from Simba? Well, I am a Lion King fan. 
And uh, there's no more fussing around with that. Oh, come on. That was pretty good. Come on. Don't leave me with a scar on that. <laughs> Otherwise, we might have to yeet. I don't know what that means, yeet. What a silly word. Yeet. Okay. Hey, I want to tell you about an emotional moment. Shh. Here's an emotional moment for me I'd like to share with you. This moment in The Lion King. And we might need some tissues. It goes like this. Sure do. You move faster, boy. Bye. Hey, wait. You know my father? Correction. I know your father. I hate to tell you this, but he died a long time ago. Nope, wrong again. <laughs> He's alive, and I'll show him to you. You follow old Rafiki, he knows the way. Come on. Don't dawdle. Hurry up. Hey, whoa, wait, wait. Come on. That's not my father. It's just my reflection. No. Look hard. You see, he lives in you.
what? You've got a whole free pupil day to knock yourself out with watching the rest of that. Guys, really quick. If someone here will take seriously Jesus' words that you've been given his badge, that you can be part of helping shape others and remember Jesus' final words, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age, then someone in Australia in the next coming weeks is going to hear experience the love and the grace and the mercy and the kindness of our loving Saviour, Jesus Christ. If someone here will take Jesus' words seriously, that you've been given his authority to do it, you're representing him, you can be part of helping shape other people's lives with the love and the grace of Jesus, and remember that he is with you someone in the next few weeks in Australia is going to hear and see and experience and maybe be here next year. And it's not about them being here next year, but it's about them being with this wonderful God that you, that you have experienced him shaping this week and this night, I hope. Bless you. (laughs) That was right on cue. (laughs) Okay. So, shaped by Jesus to shape others will fast track you and me out of being bored to living in this dynamic relationship with God on his adventure. Are you in? And... Okay. I do want you to seriously consider, are you going to say to Jesus, I'm in? Because if you're in, this is going to be fun. And this is going to be meaningful. This is going to be hard work. But there's nothing else I would rather do with everything that I've been given, than to help someone else meet this Jesus who has changed my life forever. And I'm wondering if you also would like to say to Jesus, I'm in. I want to be part of your commission. And I want you to commission me with your badge, with something to do, sticks or another way. And I'm going to remember you with me And let's do this as we go home. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Mm.